You know, I'd like to be happy right now, but I don't feel like it. Maybe I'll do happy later. Hey, it's Wei, and this is the podcast about a man, his dog, and their musings around happiness. And here's your host, me, Wei. Hey, it's Wei, and welcome to another episode of the Hey, It's Wei podcast, unlocking happiness. And there's something interesting that shows up when you commit to doing an episodic type of content creation. Unlike sporadic videos or recorded audio programs that you can take your time to put out every once in a while or whenever you feel like it, doing something like a podcast, and even some podcasts aren't committed to you know, a consistent release of content, in my particular case, and well, in this particular case of this podcast, early on I had committed to producing two to three episodes every single week. And up to this point, I think we've done a pretty good job. Now, being human, of course, there are things that happen in life, such as life, <laughs> such as 2020, such as procrastination. This episode is about procrastinating on happiness. And if you've ever dealt with challenges around procrastination, well, believe it or not, not only can you procrastinate on things that you don't want to do, this episode talks about what happens when you procrastinate on things that you actually want and what that actually means. Yes, we can actually procrastinate on happiness. Now, the interesting thing about procrastination is that in the work that I do uh, and with the technology, the patented human assessment technology that we use to help our students and help our clients, we can actually determine whether or not procrastination is a propensity for a particular human being. In other words, there are certain segments of the human population that can be authentically, that naturally have procrastination built into their vehicle of self, their structure of self. And, it's, and when I learned that, it was fascinating because it, it gave me that opportunity to recognize the differences between procrastination when it's authentic, meaning it is built into you to have access to procrastination, and then whether or not it's inauthentic, meaning it's a learned behavior. Yes, procrastination can be either built into you, part of your genetic makeup, or it can actually be a learned behavior. Either way, a healthy expression or non-expression of procrastination is really what we're striving for. And this episode is going to address the procrastination piece as it pertains to happiness. See, when you have procrastination as part of your authentic structure, then understanding what procrastination actually is, is really important. When it's not part of your genetic makeup or how you naturally are, then it's important to recognize how you learn to procrastinate. Because when it's authentic, 
It's just simply a part of you that is naturally adept at determining what to do later so that you can make room for something to do now. When it's inauthentic, it means you are actually trying to delay the inevitable of something that needs to be done now. Okay. Now, before I get too deep off topic, let's go back to talking about procrastinating on happiness. And what that typically is, is pushing happiness off for later. Yes, many of us do that. We procrastinate on happiness because we choose to prioritize other things that don't necessarily contribute to our states of happiness. When that happens, that is often a cultural and societal nurtured or learned behavior pattern that makes it okay for us to procrastinate on happiness. Now, on occasion, throughout your everyday living, procrastinating on happiness every once in a while is okay because we've learned to understand that in order to survive and do certain things or accomplish things or achieve things in our lifetime, every once in a while, you got to procrastinate on happiness. The problem arises is when we procrastinate on happiness a lot. As an example, I love creating content for this podcast because it's all about exploring happiness. Talking about states of unhappiness, states of unhappiness, learning from states of unhappiness so you can increase your states of happiness. And yet despite that, I find myself, there are some weeks, some days where I am literally procrastinating coming into the booth, sitting down and sharing these concepts with you. And it makes me happy because every time I am done and I release an episode, it gives me a bit of a high. A high of happiness, which is a very desirable state of happiness for me. So why then do we procrastinate on that? Well, there's probably aspects of every journey towards happiness that most of us, when we're doing things, there are aspects of the journey or of the strategy of the sequence of events that we know leads to happiness, but the certain part of the sequence is that we really don't enjoy. It doesn't contribute to our states of happiness, at least not in and of itself, by itself together as part of the larger sequence of things, it does then eventually lead to happiness. But let's explore why anybody would push happiness off for later. And then it becomes this adaptation that if you actually get a result that you want by pushing happiness off for later, you procrastinate on that happiness, it starts to become this ongoing program or adaptation that allows you to keep pushing happiness off and then all of a sudden it becomes a habit of procrastinating on what you can be doing instead to creating greater states of happiness. And this happens because there is a deeper belief, a deeper program on a deep unconscious level that often sounds something like, well, I don't even deserve to do that because I should be doing something else. If you, if you remember from our previous episode on the should have, would have, could have, that all starts coming into play as well. 
If there's a part of you that doesn't feel that you deserve the happiness that you actually want, then you procrastinate on it so as to make way for something else. So you push that off without actually saying that I don't deserve that so you don't have to deal with that. But what that does, it on an unconscious level, it continue to feed, continues to feed that belief that you're not deserving of that. Sometimes pushing happiness off, I've seen this happen where people are doing it to punish themselves for past deeds, punish themselves for mistakes that they have yet to forgive themselves for. And so when their opportunity arises where, oh, I could do this and it can contribute to my happiness, it can make me happy, such as taking a nap or going to sleep early, no, I shall punish myself because of all the things I've done in my life up to this point that I have yet to reconcile with myself, and so I shall procrastinate on my happiness. Other things that people, why people will do that is also self-sabotage. You know, when you are on a path of journey and this has happened to, this happens to a lot of people actually, it happened to me, happened to a lot of my students and clients where you go on this journey of personal development, personal growth, and as you achieve greater levels of growth in terms of levels of growth that you've never achieved before, there is a fear factor that comes in that has you say, whoa, 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 we don't know what's going to happen. So let's, instead of dealing with and understanding the, that unknown, Let's sabotage it so we can go back to being comfortable, to being safe. The reality is this. If you choose to prioritize happiness, in other words, prioritizing happiness over something else that doesn't contribute to your states of happiness is actually not procrastination because that's what society and our culture wants us to I don't know if they want us to, but they have us trained to believe that if you are choosing an activity or choosing a sequence of events that will lead to greater happiness in your life, instead of doing something that doesn't contribute to that, then they will say to you, they being the ubiquitous society or culture or whatever entity is representing that for you in your life, they'll say, since you're not doing that, you must be procrastinating. What are you procrastinating on? The retort shall then be is because that does not make me happy. And it'd be interesting to see what their response to that would be. So if someone says you're procrastinating on that, why are you doing that and doing this instead? And if you say, well, that activity or that thing does not contribute to my states of happiness, and I don't think it will lead to a contribution to my state of happiness, So that's why I'm not doing it. I am not procrastinating. I'm actually prioritizing my happiness. It'd be interesting to see what they would say as a retort. I know what some people would say because I said the same thing to my father. And he said to me one time, well, there are some things in life, son, that you just have to do even if you don't like it. He referred to school sometimes. He referred to work sometimes. He referred to a variety of different things in life that said, you know, you just got to do it. You don't have to like it. It doesn't have to make you happy. But some things in life you just have to do. And it always made me scratch my head growing up, even as a child. It's like, why would I not choose to do what makes me happy? 
Why would anybody choose to do things that ultimately will contribute to greater states of unhappiness and strife and stress and worry and anxiety and all these different things? It leads us to wonder then, what have we been taught growing up that has not been helping us get to where we are, but instead procrastinate on the things that have the greatest contribution to our unique states of happiness. So when you prioritize happiness, it's not procrastinating on the things you don't want to do as long as the result of what you are doing in place of what you think you may be procrastinating on, as long as the result doesn't offset the happiness that you achieved in that moment by prioritizing happiness with greater states of unhappiness. In which case, you didn't prioritize happiness in that moment. It was a form of self-sabotage or not deserving or punishing yourself. Running a program so that leads to a belief system that basically dictates that you don't deserve or you shouldn't have the happiness that you want. It's a little tricky. And if you take the time to simply pay attention to whether or not you are procrastinating on happiness or you are prioritizing happiness and then procrastinating on what doesn't contribute to your happiness, we'll talk on, on, on another episode on how to follow that thread so that you can realize that everything that you do either leads to a state of happiness or unhappiness. And if you can follow that thread, you can start to learn to prioritize happiness and stop procrastinating on the happiness that you actually want and stop pushing it off as a result of a conflicting dissonant program or belief system that you were taught growing up. And that's it for this episode, second to last episode before the new year. <laughs> if you got some good nuggets of happiness-inducing inspiration and feel like you don't want to procrastinate on it anymore, Remember to subscribe and share this podcast to everyone whose happiness you care about. Feel free to follow me on any of the usual social media channels. And until then, just remember, when in doubt, choose and prioritize happiness.